the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager with you. Tuesday show. No, Wednesday show. Yes, indeed. By the way, I'm off to Chicago today. I will be doing a terrific evening with my colleagues at WIND. Tomorrow night, a cigar evening. I Portions of today's show have been pre-recorded. Really? I didn't know that. What portions of today's show have been pre-recorded? The music? The music has been pre-recorded? Okay. We have to make an announcement that the music is pre-recorded, lest people think that the orchestra came into the studio? That that dead singers have been resurrected. I have no doubt this was a lawyer's decision. There's there is no reason for that. But I just want you to know Dennis Prager is not pre recorded. It is a misleading announcement. I object to it, even though it is company policy. I love my company. I don't love every policy. That's it. I'm allowed to keep my mind even when I am an employee. It's a rare, beautiful trait that I am allowed. I I will ask them what the reasoning is. Okay. Oh, Frank Sinatra. If we play Sinatra, it's pre-recorded because he's dead. Oh, people would have been, hey, is Frank Sinatra living? We can't have that. I mean, in a sense, he is living. The guy's the guy is an immortal. My friends, the, I'm going to say something that I've never said, <laughs> and it—it's so true that it is reason for weeping. Americans, more Americans, are afraid of their government than foreign nations. There you go. The the American government strikes fear in no nations any longer. But it does strike fear in tens of millions of Americans. That is the state of America in 2021. Afghanistan put the the, uh, final touch on the impotence the sexual phraseology is excellent. The impotence of the United States in the world, which is what the left wants. The left wants to control Americans and have no impact in the world, especially on evil. Good Americans are to be suppressed. Bad non-Americans are not. And so it is, not, it is not even an opinion. This is a fact. More Americans fear the American government than foreign agents do, than foreign governments do. 
the breath of fresh air given to the worst human beings on earth outside of North Korean, the North Korean government, Islamic terrorists given by Joe Biden and the Democratic Party is unprecedented. And he just marches along oblivious to it all because it doesn't matter to him. It doesn't matter. His concern for the United States is, in my opinion, close to nil. His concern for Joe Biden and being popular with the left of his party is total. Daily Mail had the perfect headline, The book stops with me, says Biden, but then proceeds to blame the Afghan fiasco on Trump and on local Afghans who failed to fight the Taliban. The Taliban. That's really something. That's right. But if you aren't inoculated, vaccinated, the wrath of the government will come upon you, as it uh, as it is even more so in Australia. People are fined for talking to other people in dog parks. You are allowed to deprive people of the most basic right in the world, freedom, if it's in the name of health. There is nothing else. The God of health, as I pointed out, we have more false gods today than they did in the ancient Near East. They had a couple, you know, Baal and the like. Uh, but what we have, one eight Prager seven seven six Walter Russell Mead in the Wall Street Journal begins his column. You were given the choice between war and dishonor. You chose dishonor, and you will have war. Winston Churchill's words to Neville Chamberlain following the Munich Agreement echo grimly across Washington this week as the Biden administration reckons with the consequences of the worst handled foreign policy crisis since the Bay of Pigs and the most devastating blow to American prestige since the fall of Saigon. American prestige is very important, not for ego reasons, but because American prestige is the guardian of liberty in the world. Joe Biden believed three things about Afghanistan. First, that he could stage a dignified and orderly withdrawal from America's longest war. By the way, you know we had, I believe, 2,500 soldiers there. We had no... no, uh, not one soldier died there, not one American military person this past year. What, what was the necessity of leaving? Everything that is happening is was completely predicted, predictable. I predicted it. It's in print. And I'm, I'm not a prophet. I'm just not a leftist. Second, A Taliban win in Afghanistan would not seriously affect U.S. power and prestige worldwide. Third, that Americans were eager enough to put the Afghan war behind them 
that voters wouldn't punish him even if the withdrawal went pear-shaped. He was utterly and unspinably wrong about the first. One fears he was equally wrong about the second. We shall see about the third. That is how voters react. I, I think Democrats can do anything. They can defund police, and people will vote for them as they watch people murdered in the, in the middle of the day in New York City and Chicago and elsewhere. The brainwash is so powerful from elementary school on that people vote for, the, for their own non-safety. The most primal desire of the human from government, protect me from, from evil, doesn't matter to people, most people who went to college. China, Russia, and Iran surely interpret this shambolic performance as a sign of exploited, exploitable weakness and poor judgment. From the peaks of Pakistan to the sands of the Sahel, fanatical jihadists discouraged by the failure of ISIS sense a fresh and favorable turn of events with the arrival of their greatest victory since 9-11. Recruitment will prosper and resources will flow fed by the sophisticated weapons and tech we left in the field. Staggering amount of advanced weapons that the Biden government left the people, but they impeached Donald Trump. Over what? I don't, I, I don't even remember. Because it was so profoundly inconsequential as to constitute a fraud. This man should be impeached. Trump helped the United States of America, whatever you think of him. This man is ruining it. Ruining it. And it is irrelevant if it's him. Kamala Harris would have ruined America. Chuck Schumer would have. Nancy Pelosi would have. It's irrelevant which Democrat is elected. That's why I rail against the moronic idea, oh, I vote for the person, not the party. Really? Name me a, a responsible Democrat in, in uh, national office. I pray there is one. I can't think of any. The Dennis Prager Show. How much equity do you have in your home? 50,000, 100,000, more? Cybercrime experts are alerting homeowners that the more equity you have, the greater the chance foreign and domestic criminals will come after you. Home title theft is one of the fastest growing crimes. In fact, Home Title Lock, America's leader in home title protection, is alerting homeowners they could already be a victim and not know it. Here's how it goes down. First, cyber thieves search hundreds of public databases for high-equity homes. Next, they pull your home's online title, forge your signature stating you sold your home, and take out loans using your equity. You're not covered by insurance, your bank, or common identity theft programs. Protect your most valuable asset, register your address now to see if you're already a victim, and receive a complete title history of your home. A $100 value free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com 
HomeTitleLock.com. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Hey, everybody, I want to remind you I will be in Chicago tomorrow night for the Cigar Night. I believe that's sold out. I'll be with my fellow talk show host, Dan Proft and Sean Thompson. Great evening. You'll, You'll really enjoy it. It is available to those of you around the country and around the world, for that matter. You can watch the event on your mobile device, computer, smart TV, your watch. Yes, a Dick Tracy watch. If you can enjoy it with or without your own cigar Thursday night. Order now at SalemNow.com. It's just $12. It's fun. We need fun. $12 at Salem Now, my, uh, my cigar event tomorrow night in Chicago. I'm uh, being uh, greeted by 11 bodyguards upon arrival. I'm kidding. But there was no way you would know I'm kidding, which is why the point was was a valid one. So I made a point at the opening of the show. I think I said I'm Dennis Prager, but if I didn't, I'm Dennis Prager. Very easy to remember. Two syllables, each name. Very symmetrical. More Americans fear the American government than foreign terrorists, than uh, evil regimes. That's the state it is, which makes sense because of the the moral chaos that the left always engenders. It's an amazing time we're living in. I don't like amazing times. I like nice, boring times because I have an interesting life. People with interesting lives do not want to live in interesting times. They make their lives interesting. People with boring lives want interesting times. It's a very important explanation for the riots of last year. The bored rioted. That's what it was about, in large measure. It's a, a colossal catastrophe. Uh, they're, they're, you cannot overstate how terrible the withdrawal from Afghanistan was. It was unnecessary. We had 2,500 people there. It was basically calm. Americans were not dying there. Americans will die as a result of the emboldening of terrorists around the world. 
not to mention China and Russia and Iran. China and Russia will surely interpret this performance as a sign of exploitable weakness and poor judgment. That's correct. Recruitment to ISIS and others will prosper and resources will flow. Fed by the sophisticated weapons and tech we left in the field. That's when I said the president should be impeached. It doesn't matter, by the way. I don't even have passion about it. He deserves to be impeached, but it is irrelevant who would succeed him. There's no Democrat who is better than Joe Biden. There's no such thing. The president may be finished with Afghanistan, but Afghanistan may not be finished with him. This is a major international relations expert writing in the Wall Street Journal, Walter Russell Mead. For more than 70 years, India, whose massive population and economy make it a linchpin of any American strategy in Asia, has seen the world through the lens of its competition with Pakistan. Is that clear to all of you? Every country has its own lens. The India-Pakistan conflict is the lens through which those two countries see the world. Emboldens Pakistan, India feels it suffers. Emboldens India, Pakistan feels it suffers. Now, as Islamabad, Islamabad is the capital of Pakistan, cements its ties with Beijing, the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan hands Pakistan a strategic victory and strengthens the most radical anti-Indian and anti-Western forces in its government. Few in New Delhi will perceive this catastrophe as a sign of Washington's competence or reliability. If a third-tier country like Pakistan can tie the U.S. in knots, Indians will ask, what chance does Washington have against China? That's right. Think of the uh, outside of the left in America. Who was happy about the American withdrawal? China, Russia, Iran, every terrorist organization in the world. Wow. But, hey, we were there 20 years. Time to go. I know some of you feel that way. I've never understood the logic, ever. It is, to me, a non sequitur. Completely. I said it for years, I said it five months ago in a column. The issue was not how long we were there. The issue was what is the price for leaving? How long we were there is an interesting question of no significance, none. It's of emotional significance. It is not of of American significance, world significance, moral significance. Perhaps the biggest winner in this dismal week was former Defense Secretary Robert Gates, who wrote in his 2014 memoir, I didn't know this, catch this one. Former Secretary of Defense Robert Gates wrote in 2014, seven years ago, about then-Vice President Biden. 
He has been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. Yeah. Those lines may not have the Churchillian flair, but they are unlikely to be forgotten now. Joe Biden is always wrong. The left is always wrong. Joe Biden is not deep, and Joe Biden is part of the left. Why would he ever be right? Very, uh, very, very bad stuff, oh, my friends. I debate whether to let you know how bad things are, lest I leave you in despair. I don't, I find despair to be a waste of time and somewhat selfish. Okay? The guys who stormed Normandy Beach didn't despair. They fought. I'm not asking you to storm Normandy, Normandy Beach. I'm asking you to fight. I'm Dennis Prager, 18 Prager 776. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal up to 600 thousand ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. And I am about to speak to is annoying the New York Times. Very, very good sign. Larry Elder may well be the next governor of California. I'm tempted to say... If God is good, but I I can't put God on the spot. Nevertheless, I do think I know whom God would support. Larry Elder, I have so many questions for you. First of all, welcome to the show. Do you, by the way, on a very personal note, and I have no idea what you say, do you miss radio? I thought I was going to miss it more than I have missed it. I do miss it, but not nearly as much as I thought I would. I'm enjoying meeting people. I'm enjoying hearing their problems. Dennis, some of the stories that you hear on the campaign trail about how this state has regulated people to the point of almost madness, uh, it's, it's almost overwhelming, and I'm enjoying hearing this, and it, it's sharpened my arguments. So um, I, all I can say is I, I'm, having, I'm having a better time on the campaign trail than I thought I would, and I miss radio less than I thought I would. How about that? Well, you know what it shows? This is, I need to emphasize this for, for the listeners. It shows you how honest... I don't think Larry uh, Elder is capable of not being honest. Because you would think he would say to a radio audience, Oh, look, I'm doing this and I'm enjoying it, but of course, my first love, or I deeply miss radio. He is so honest, it's it's almost uh, shocking (laughs) in in the world of lies in, in which we live. I had a feeling you're loving what you're doing. 
again, more than I thought, and I must say that I anticipated some of the ridiculous attacks that have been coming at me, and so I was prepared for that. Uh, a lot of people get into politics, and they're overwhelmed by the nastiness of it. I knew it was going to be nasty. I knew when you said anything at all negative about the teachers' union, about public sector unions, uh, they were going to come after you, and that's exactly what's happened. The most recent allegation, Dennis, is this. Larry Elder thinks women are stupid. Uh, and they've referred to an article that I wrote back in uh, 2000, what, uh, uh, and it was article that was in commentary, and I was quoting a study by the Annenberg School uh, about 25 issues, and it turns out men knew more than women did in 15 of the issues, uh, and therefore Larry Elder thinks women are stupid. I even quoted a researcher from Pennsylvania, uh, named, uh, I think her name is uh, Kathleen Hall Jamison. If you look at the, her body of work, uh, there's no way you could come away with the conclusion other than that she a liberal, and she said one of the reasons that uh, women knew less than men is because women get most of their news from local television. And I quoted her, quote, local news watching makes you dumber, end of quote, said Jameson. So now all of a sudden that article has been interpreted that Larry Elder thinks women are stupid. It's almost comical, Dennis. They, they have no shame. Well, they don't. As I, I wrote it in my column yesterday. The, the ease with which people on the left lie is breathtaking. Dennis, it is. Another one is Larry Elder says the ideal minimum wage should be 0.00. Dennis, anybody who's taken a course in economics knows in the first day that minimum wage laws hurt the very people, unskilled people, that the left claims they care about. And I wrote an article about the fact that at one time, Paul Krugman, who arguably is the most famous economist in America, he writes a column for the New York Times, he's an economist, and one time he wrote years ago that the minimum wage does more harm than good. He's since done a 180 on that, but Economics 101 has not done a 180. I also quoted Jonathan Gruber. He's the one who said the reason that we were able to pass Obamacare is because, quote, we took advantage of the stupidity of the American people, close quote. He's an economist at MIT. In 2011, he wrote about the damage done by the minimum wage. He also wrote about the damage done by a state-mandated Family Medical Leave Act. The New York Times, 1987, had an Editorial, not op-ed piece, Dennis, editorial, ideal minimum wage, 0.00. I quoted uh, Milton Friedman, uh, who said that the minimum wage is, quote, perhaps the most anti-Negro law on the statute books, close quote. I quoted Walter Williams and Thomas Sowell, both of whom were friends of mine. Walter Williams is no longer with us. Both of them have written extensively about the damage done by the minimum wage. And if there's anything that economists agree on almost unanimously, it is the damage done by the minimum wage. They disagree about lots of other things, but not about that. And so that, that reporter's hair on fire when I made this argument, and by the way, it only came up because someone asked me, that's not one of my top agenda items for crying out loud, shows you they've never studied economics, and these are people that write about business and, and, and the economy. It's ridiculous. And I remember when Ben Rhodes, the... Um, the deputy national security advisor of Obama brags the New York Times about how he was able to get the Iran deal pushed through. He said, you know, I, I, we pushed the narrative that there were good uh, ayatollahs and, and bad ayatollahs, when in fact all the ayatollahs are bad, ha, 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 he said in the New York Times. Uh, and the reason we were able to push this narrative is, quote, the average reporter uh, covering foreign policy is 27 years old, and they literally know nothing, end of quote. He said that I didn't. That's right. I'm continuing with Larry Elder, and you've got to help uh, Larry Elder. There's a link at DennisPrager.com to his uh, website, ElectElder.com. This can make a huge difference in, uh, in America. 
Electelder.com is, is the website to change this country. There is a recall out for one of the most damaging governors in the country. It is, there is competition for that title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's really, I know it's funny, but it's, you know, it's very sad. And if he is recalled, Larry Elder will presumably prevail among the candidates. Larry Elder is on the line with me. Larry, what happened with the Sacramento Bee? Well, I had a very contentious uh, uh, editorial interview with them. It was not just the Sacramento Bee, but also also other newspapers as well. Uh, and we went at it. The same thing with the Los Angeles Times. The Los Angeles Times has a writer named named Gene Guerrero, uh, who wrote a piece a few weeks ago, all but calling me a black David Duke. Uh, when I had my interview with the editorial board of the L.A. Times, uh, every single question was uh, was contentious, and I thought I handled them pretty deftly. And then all of a sudden, she pops up. She was not on the list of people to uh, to question me, uh, and I refused to allow her to ask ask me a question. And one of the members of the editorial board said, well, if you become governor, how is it you're going to deal with people who have different points of view? I said, I've been on an hour with you. Not a single one of you agree with anything that I said. I'm not going to have a conversation with someone who's all but called me a black David Duke. I'm sorry. And so that's what happened with both the Sacramento Bee interview and the L.A. Times interview, both of which are on my social media, so you can watch and listen to the entire uh, interview if you like. I, I intend to, actually. Uh, Jean Guerrero, you don't know this, but I cited her as the, the uh, perfect example of a liar. And I don't use the term almost ever. The woman lies uh, with the ease with which you breathe. She wrote Larry Elder twists facts. Though that's that's where those were her words. Right. And it's underlined. So you go to a URL. You go to a website, which I presumed substantiated her charge that you twist facts with regard to black percentages, black males specifically within criminal behavior. All you get to is your listing of the facts. Right. There is zero refutation. The woman lied about you. It, 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 Larry Elder never twists facts, ladies and gentlemen. What drives the left crazy is he knows so many damn facts, they do not know what to do with him. Well, that's right. And she said that I enjoy pushing the notion of white supremacy because I cited some uh, very disturbing and troubling facts about black criminality, which, by the way, stems from the breakdown of the family, which has been caused by the left. Lyndon Johnson launched the war on poverty in 1965. At the time, 25 percent of black kids were born outside of wedlock. Now that number is almost 70 percent. And Barack Obama said a kid raised without a father is five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to end up uh, in prison. That's why we have these problems. It is a fact that a young black man is eight times more likely to be murdered than a young white man, and the murderer is more likely to be another young uh, black man. It is a fact that the number one cause of preventable death for young white men is accidents, like car accidents or drownings, whereas the number one cause of preventable death for young black men is homicide, almost always at the hand of another young black man. These are disturbing, but they are facts. Was this raised at the L.A. Times roundtable? Yes, I, I'm, I'm sure I brought those things up, and, and they don't care. 
I also with somebody, uh, their, their hair is on fire because of my opposition to additional gun control. And Dennis, whenever there's a conversation about this, I always ask, I, I don't think I did in either of these meetings, but I always ask, how many lives have been spared because of the ability of somebody to get a firearm and defend himself or herself? Uh, and then you get that blank stare because they don't care about that part of the equation. You know, guns have benefits. Guns have costs. One of the costs, of course, is that there will be some people who will use them criminally to kill people. But uh, one researcher named Gary Kleck, he's a researcher at a university in Florida, says every year 1.25 million Americans use guns to defend themselves. And of that number, 40 percent believe but for the gun uh, they would have been killed or they would have suffered bodily injury. Now, let's suppose that they've exaggerated. It's still way more people whose lives have been spared. Uh, because of firearms, then lives have been lost. But the left doesn't care about that. They certainly don't. How big an issue uh, is the draconian lockdowns of Newsom? It's a huge issue, and I believe it is what spawned the recall in the first place. 2.2 million people signed the petition. Nearly a quarter to a third of them were independents and Democrats who voted for him just two years earlier. Uh, and the you know, and the metaphor for this is when Gavin Newsom was sitting at that French laundry restaurant. And by the way, Dennis, I never even heard of the French laundry restaurant until then. I thought it was somewhere where you took your tux to get it cleaned. But here he is sitting up there with the very medical personnel that drafted the mandate that they were violating by not wearing masks and by not engaging in social distancing. His own kid enjoyed in-person private school. Uh, while he shut down in-person education for the for the kids in K through 12 government schools here in California, and those kids were already behind before the pandemic. Seventy-five percent of black boys, Dennis, cannot read at state levels of proficiency in California, and those levels are not high. Half of third graders cannot, and they were denied a whole year of in-person education, and they were already behind near the bottom of the 30 of the 50 states in areas like reading uh, and uh, and math. The, the points are ir- irrefutable. So w- what sustains him? Union money? Union money, uh, the uh, public sector money in general. Uh, the teachers are the largest funder of Gavin Newsom. And by the way, you, you and I are in Los Angeles. The largest affiliate of the California Teachers Union is the United Teachers of Los Angeles. Uh, and they were adamant about not going back to in-school learning. And one of their demands for going back uh, was single-payer. Another demand was defund the police. What that has to do with K-12 through is beyond me. And there's been a study that looked at where public school teachers sent their own school-age kids, Dennis. They are way more likely to put their own school-age kids in private schools compared to households that do not have public school teachers. It's insulting. Insulting is the right. right, Look, I'd love to talk as often as possible, but you have to go and enjoy yourself with the public. (laughs) Larry, I'm telling you, you can cause the beginning of a counter-revolution in this country. You've got a, a lot on your shoulders. God bless you, my friend. Electelder.com. Thank you so much, Dennis. God bless you again. There's very little the left can do about Larry Elder except lie about him. It's as simple as that, which is what they do about every intelligent conservative. Because leftism is not rooted uh, in the intellectual sphere, it is not rooted in truth. I know this sounds cliched. I, I hate that it does. That a woman like Jean Guerrero writes for the Los Angeles Times is only a reflection on the Los Angeles Times. Complete lack of commitment to truth. The woman lies for a living. 
If she wants to come on my show, she is more than welcome. I will treat her quite courteously, but they never debate. They smear. Larry Elder Twist Facts. Wouldn't you think that if somebody said X or Y individual twisted facts, they would actually give an example of such? But of course they don't. Examples are the dirty trick of conservatives. We have examples. Everything I write, I write a generalization and then I give an example. They write generalizations and don't give examples. Such it is living in a crazy world, (laughs) I'm telling you. New Zealand is plunged into a three-day lockdown and Auckland, the biggest city, for a whole week over one case of coronavirus. From the Daily Mail. New Zealand will enter a level four three-day lockdown from 11.59 p.m. Tuesday. So that was last night, New Zealand time. Hmm. You can only leave your home for exercise, groceries, or testing, and you have to wear a mask, of course. One Auckland man tested positive, and that, that's it. That's the reason. So this will never end. You understand? They are prepared to crush life in the name of safety. It is a uh, truly perverse attitude, but that's, that's what they are willing to do. And apparently half the population, maybe in New Zealand more than half, is willing to have life crushed in the name of safety. We return... Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.